yeah. He knows New York. He is New York. Cred that the others don't have. Curtis Lewa, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Lunch Hour Edition here at WABC. It's a rip and read. Commentary, no calls. You can start tonight as I go all weekend long, 12 midnight to 6, and then continuously to the break of dawn. Oh, man, that's when it's call-driven. It's all broadcasting, Curtis, all the time. But for now, this is the reason we have this classic Eagles song, Winslow, Arizona. I've never been to Winslow, Arizona, although I've been through uh, the hot desert area. And it's perfect because back-to-back, belly-to-belly, there are two stories involving uh, the state of Arizona. And, uh, Lou, it's not your favorite Arizona iced tea, which I think is still, for a big boy, still 99 cents, an inflation buster. Can you believe that? Arizona iced tea. 99 cents for a big boy, the inflation buster, and it's not located in Arizona. I think it's located out in Long Island, if memory serves me correct, but I digress. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Democratic U.S. Senator Kirsten Cinema has decided to flip the script, and she will no longer be sitting as a Democratic Party member. In the United States Senate representing Arizona, she announced that she would serve as an independent. Not unusual. Look, Bernie the Altacaca Sanders, who uh, basically won the nomination to run for the presidency in 2016, but was denied that with the superdelegates that have been racked up for Hillary Rodham Clinton. It was just based on uh, the votes and the caucasoid caucuses of actual delegates and voters. Bernie, the Altacaca Sanders, would have walked away with that Democratic nomination in Philadelphia in 2016, not Hillary Rodham Clinton. He has never been a Democrat. I know, Macedonian Phil, you say, wait, what? what do you mean? Bernie, the Altacaca Sanders, never. When he was mayor of Burlington, independent. When he was congressman, because there's only one congress uh, person representing all of Vermont, uh, he was an independent socialist. As U.S. Senator, he has been an independent socialist. So although he caucuses with the Democrats, he's an independent. Although in this case, Kirsten Sinema will be an independent and will caucus with the Democrats. Not at all unusual, although it doesn't necessarily strip away the majority leadership for the Schmuckterputz, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer, who is still dancing the horror and saying, oh, it's now coming down to me and Joe again. Not Joe Biden, because he's out of the picture. Me and Joe Manchin in West Virginia, we got to do the dance all the time. We got to do the West Virginian hillbilly dance, you know, with the snakes around his neck, the charismatics there dancing uh, and uh, weirding out on Oxy. Oh, we got to dance the horror of the Tarantella to be continued. So that's the big story coming out of Arizona Kirsten Cinema has decided she's an independent. She can't deal with the mishigash uh, either uh, amongst uh, her fellow Democrats 
and she can't deal with the mishigash amongst the Republicans. So she's decided to go independent. Okay, hey, that's fine by me. Anyway, let's go to the even bigger story involving Arizona. As you know, WNBA superstar Brittany Griner, who has played with Phoenix lately until she was incarcerated in the bowels of a gulag in the old Soviet Union, a.k.a. Putin's czarist Russia, eight months in a work camp, was swapped, as you know, for the merchant of death. That much you know. But Brittany Griner, although she stopped over uh, in Texas for a complete medical checkup before heading home, she's got, I wouldn't call it a mansion, Lou, outside of Phoenix, but it's a well-to-do home that she shares with her wife uh, in the outskirts of Phoenix. Now, the question is, what do we think is going to happen when she has her first press conference? Will Brittany Griner... Who's got to be the luckiest gal in the world right now for having been swapped out for the merchant of death uh, to be out of that gulag. By the way, did you see the bed they had her sleeping in in the work camp? She's 6'9". It was like the bed for a toddler. And you know the ghoul they were feeding you there. Oh, my God. I mean, it goes back to the time of Charles Dickens. But anyway. What will Brittany Griner do upon her first public appearance when she actually gives commentary? Uh, Macedonia Phil, do you think she will take her knee again to uh, Black Lives Matter, now known as Big Large Mansions? In fact, uh, to be honest with you, the leadership of Black Lives Matter, now known uh, for BLM as Big Large Mansions, they have bigger homes uh, than Brittany Griner does outside of Phoenix. Will she take a knee to Black Lives Matter? If all of a sudden the Star Spangled Banner were being played, would she exit and decide to stay uh, out of sight, out of mind until the Star Spangled Banner was finished? That's what she was doing when she played for Phoenix. She would stay in the locker room. Will she surprise us all? And actually, before the start of a press conference, uh, Macedonian Phil bend down and kiss the ground and say, thank God I'm back in the good old U.S. of A. Man, did I learn a lesson about what it's like in the rest of the world. Because remember, for years, she would go and play in Russia and make extra cash. That was a side hustle. And the Russians would pay you in American dollars because they were looking for top-flight female athletes from the WNBA to play in their offseason. So she made a lot of money on the side, a side hustle but probably was never exposed to the draconian measures of czarist leader for life of Vladimir Putin. Now she's had a taste of it. It's sort of been like, uh, how can we compare it to, uh, remember the movie Midnight Express? Remember the American uh, coming over the hills of Nepal, Kathmandu, with uh, all of a sudden the opium supply was caught and then put in the gulags of might as well be Erdogan in modern-day Turkey. So she had a little sample of what Midnight Express was, Soviet-slash-Putin style. Will she kiss the ground? Will she do what George Foreman did in 1968 at the Olympic Games in Mexico City? This was two days after Tommy Smith and Juan Carlos uh, gave the black fist when the United States anthem was being played. They were medal winners uh, and uh, bowed their heads uh, in disrespect to the Star Spangled Banner, will, 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 will she uh, reminisce that or will she do what George Foreman did two days later, winning the United States, uh, excuse me, the Olympic gold medal in the heavyweight uh, division against the uh, Soviet fighter 
and then walked around the ring, remember, waving that small American flag and endearing himself to the American public. Remember, he was going to Job Corps at that time, which he described as job jail. Uh, high school dropout on a one-way trip to Palookaville. He was destined to end up doing time uh, in a Texas prison, and that saved him. It was uh, what he called job jail and what I call job corps. And then he went on to be a heel, remember, in his battles with uh, Muhammad Ali, a.k.a. Cassius Clay. And then he came back to being a hero as a reverend and obviously uh, with his grill, which has made him uh, infamous and famous to be continued. Meantime, uh, let's look at a guy who has shocked and surprised everyone in the world of politics. It's shock and awe. Because it was yesterday that um, Maxine Waters, senior member of the House of Representatives who hates everything white, determined that, no, 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 we don't need to subpoena or ask Sam Bankman Freed of FTX to testify. No, 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 we're going to pass on that. Of course she would pass on that. She doesn't want to hear from Mr. FTX, who used to uh, sell Sam coins that are now called Sam coins, Bitcoin bandit that he is, along with his other colleagues, doesn't want to uh, have him actually testify because then he can point out all the politicos that he gave money to. In fact, it's amazing that Richie Torres, the young congressman from the Bronx, accepted a lot of the FTX money. He had no problem with that. Then he gave it back when FTX imploded. Now he's the author of a bill to rein in the Bitcoin bandits, the blockchain criminals, and the cryptocurrency Ponzi scammers. I think not. Uh, He's their their boy toy. He's their Maytag. He'll do whatever the cryptocurrency Ponzi schemers want. You cannot allow him to craft legislation to rein in that industry that is uh, imploding as we speak. But it is interesting because now, all of a sudden, Sam Bankman-Fried, never trusts anybody with three names, says he's going to testify in front of a full House committee. Forget what Maxine Waters is talking about because he wants his story to be told. Now, we don't know if he's going to come into Washington, D.C. and testify in person because he might end up being chained and shackled at that moment for all the violations he's committed, or will he stay in his compound in the Bahamas where he he has uh, polyamorous relationships with the 10 graduates of the Massachusetts Institute of Technology who ran this uh, Ponzi scheme, this cryptocurrency scheme for FTX with him? Uh, It'll be interesting if he zooms it in or if he appears in person. But he is now blaming Zhao. Zhao uh, is the other big owner of the cryptocurrency Ponzi scam businesses. Uh, In fact, it's uh, associated with TikTok. Uh, He was given permission by now Emperor for Life Xi of Red China. And remember what recently he said on CNBC Squawk Box, Zhao said about his friendship and support of Sam Bankman-Fried, who all of a sudden he doesn't even recognize. On a very personal basis, how you think about Sam, and, and the reason I ask is I think at some point, obviously, you were friends, you were his original investor in all of this. Can you fathom that yeah. he lied to you like this, if that's the case? Yeah, so I'm very shocked that I, I, I obviously did not know him until about a week or so ago. Um, so I'm, I'm just shocked. Um, I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, he lied to everybody. You didn't know him till a week ago? I didn't know what kind of person. I didn't know that he lied to everybody until a week, a week ago. 
<laughs> he was his biggest investor. That's right, the infamous Zhao of Red China, who himself can't even appear in Washington, D.C. He has been accused of insider trading information, manipulating derivatives, all kinds of financial scams. It's one big Ponzi scheme. And you know who's got the most to worry about? Two people in the United States. One is the swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams, who has been the biggest supporter of the Bitcoin bandits, the um, blockchain criminals, and the cryptocurrency Ponzi scammers. As you know, Eric Adams' battle cry has always been, Give me, show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. He's nervous because a guy like Sam Bankman Free can talk about the relationships that Eric Adams has had with the crypto uh, currency pirates. And also Suarez, the Republican mayor of Miami, who himself has said, like Eric Adams, gee, we want the Bitcoin bandits to be housing their businesses in our jurisdiction where there will be no transparency, where there will be an open marketplace. Follow the Bitcoins and you'll follow the corruptive trail to Suarez in Miami, the Republican, and Eric Adams, the swagger man with no plan, the Democrat in New York. And by the way. Uh, Can I hear that uh, cut of uh, Eric Adams, uh, the one that we lifted years ago when he had just been elected to the state Senate of New York and Albany? And this was the very the very first thing he said to all of his crooked colleagues in the state Senate in Albany. Give me show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about. And that's what it's always been about for Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Later on, we're going to be talking about how he wants reparation from all you crackers out there. Uh, and what Sid Rosenberg, his number one fan, is suddenly saying about that. I notice all of a sudden, Bo Dito, oh, we, lo- we love Eric Adams. He's great. Uh, Peter King, oh, we love Eric Adams. Oh, they for reparations, too. Are these crackers ready to kick in? Is Sid ready to kick in? We'll be talking about that momentarily. But Eric Adams, when he says, show me the money, that's what it's all about. Believe it or not, Carl Hasty, the Speaker of the House, crooked as he is with the supermajority, and uh, Stewart, who is the leader of the Senate with the supermajority of Democrats, they want to come back before January 1st to vote themselves in a pay raise, but discuss nothing about no cash bail. You believe that? They want to go back to Albany because not only do they have their beak in the trough, not only are they being wine-dined and pocket-lined by lobbyists and corporate interests, especially now that casinos are in the wind. Where are the casinos going to end up, the three that are available downstate? They want to vote themselves a pay increase and not even talk about no cash bail. Check this out. No one knows New York better. The founder of the Guardian Angels, Curtis Lewa. And you can't compete against that. On 77 WABC.
Classic uh, shout out to all you liars for hire, you ambulance chasers out there. Because I'm going to be talking about on this lunch hour edition of WABC um, a series of situations that attract lawyers, Lou. There's 10 of them for every one of us in the tri state area. And remember, all day long, they practice their martial art. I sue. And they'll sue anybody. They look at themselves in the mirror and they just say, I sue, I sue, I sue. And here's the perfect example you may have seen. The story yesterday in the Bronx, right near Yankee Stadium, there's a huge mall right across from the Deegan Expressway. And a 16-year-old shoplifter was being taken out of the store by a 29-year-old private security officer from Target. And this kid had been stealing products. You know, he was uh, boosting products. He was shoplifting products. It goes on there all the time, except in this case, the security officer said enough is enough. So he grabs him uh, into the elevator car. But unfortunately, the elevator fell to the bottom of the shaft. With both these guys in, the 16-year-old punk ends up on top. So he gets taken out first by the uh, rescue division of the fire department. Let's see if he gets charged for shoplifting. I doubt it. Uh, Darcel Clark, the DA in the Bronx, is the female equivalent of Alvin Bragg. Uh, she loves to turn criminals loose. Meantime, the hero security officer is laying down in the well. Took him an extra hour to extricate him. He's in somewhat serious condition in hospital, and I got you know what's going to happen, Lou? He's going to get fired. He's going to get fired by Target. Target's going to say, look, we've already lost $400 million in profits this year to shoplifters and boosters. We have a policy. You come into our store, all you got to do is just announce, hey, look, I want an Alvin Bragg swag bag. I, I promise I won't shoot. I'm just here to loot. And we want our private security officers to let him go in and out as if they have an easy pass. Well, here is a, a proud security officer who said, I'm not just a security officer in name only. I'm going to do my job. He pinches the 16-year-old. And you know what the 16-year-old is going to do? Not only does he uh, not get charged by Darcel Clark. Come on, get out of here. He's going to hook up with a lawyer. He's going to sue Tajay. Another one of the many lawsuits filed against Tajay. Tajay will uh, simply settle. It won't go and battle this. And, in fact, he'll have no tactical air support from the city itself. The city itself will say, well, you should have just let him go loose. Come on. Why are you trying to do your job? I don't know who this young man is. Uh, he's a hero. He'll probably end up hooking up with a lawyer himself and uh, sue Tajay or sue the uh, management company that runs the elevator there at the mall right next to 161st Street Yankee Stadium off the Deegan. Many of you are driving past right now. That's where it took place. Look, that's right. Look out the window. That's where it took place yesterday. Remember, last year alone, Target, a.k.a. Target, its world headquarters is in Minneapolis, which is like the shoplifting capital of the world now. They reported and they called it organized retail crime. They lost $400 million in profits last year to shoplifting and boosters because uh, police are being told to do nothing. Private security is being told to do nothing. And obviously district attorneys are not charging uh, shoplifters or boosters. 
and they're just going through the turnstile criminal justice system. Uh, another problem is when cops try to do their job, how you got these mutts and scales who are looking for slip and fall settlements from Corporation Council in the city of New York. Let me give you uh, just a sort of a, a little slice of what the NYPD has to go through each and every day. So there's Mutt, this scale at 116th off Lexington, right next to that McDonald's. Remember that McDonald's, Lou, where the young lady begged for her life, please, please, and then boom, the thug shot her multiple times at night. It's open 24 hours. You say, why would they open Mickey D's 24 hours on 116th and Lexington? It's a license for all the dope fiends to hang outside, people to to try to bum uh uh, jump change, drug dealers, psychotics, everything. They, they don't care. Mickey D's, they're all about just making the money. They don't care about what's happening in the neighborhood because they're attracting all those mutts and scouts. So here it is. Cops are doing their job. They're telling this guy, you ain't going in the subway. And listen to how all immediately he wants to sue the NYPD. Why you putting hands on? Yo, get his uh, piece in. Get his piece in. You got it? All right, good. Nah, I ain't gonna spit on it. I'm gonna get get locked up. This is gonna be a lawsuit. I'm going to get locked up. There's going to be a lawsuit. So he goes up to the cops, who happen to be Asian cops, growing number of Asian cops. And he puts his hands behind his back and he goes, go ahead, lock me up because I'm going to sue. I'm going to sue. I got those 10 lawyers out there for every one of us who practice their martial art all day. I sue and I'm going to sue because I know corporation counsel of the city of New York is going to settle. My lawyer will get a third, you know, for getting uh, for adjusting paper and getting some uh uh, whatever, paper clips, right? uh, maybe paper cuts. Uh, that's all the work he'll do. Uh, and he'll get a third of the action. This mutt, this scale will get two-thirds. It's not at all unusual. You remember the movie Friday with Ice Cube, Ice Tray, Ice T, Vanilla Ice, whatever his name is? Remember how a guy goes in and he does a slip and fall uh, to an Asian, right? An Asian guy, imagine, owns these uh, grocery stores in the hood, which is the toughest thing to do. Man, get your punk ass up. It ain't even wet over here. Hey, well, look here, man. Just give me $10 and I won't say nothing. Give me $10 and I won't say anything. It happens every day in bodegas and grocery stores everywhere. In fact, Lou, uh, in what they call 40th, uh, 40th and 8th, they call that Porkchop Hill. I don't know why. It's where all the dope fiends hang out. They got all the, uh, the so-called um, drug rehab places. And then they have the parole board there. They stand on the corner. They walk out into the street and pretend that they got hit by an MTA money-taking agency bus. Then they fall down. They're like flipper out of water. And right away they want to sue, sue, sue. And they'll say, yo, yo, give me some money and I'll go away. Get the hell out of here. But wait, wait. It, it goes deeper. I want you to hear this testimony yesterday in the bowels of uh, City Hall. In the chambers that house 51 of our city council people, most of them are udiscraziata. And it had to do with um, a new law that would ban background checks that landlords, uh, realty agents, or those uh, 
trying to uh, get apartments filled up. They cannot run background checks, at least. This is the legislation that has been uh, proposed and may well pass and may well not be vetoed by Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. But anyway, listen to the testimony from this group, Vocal New York, in support of not doing criminal background checks for renters. And notice who they blame? The Chinese. This is not about felonies. It's about race. It's about black people. You see them Asian people that I just was talking? I live in Rico Park now. That is the racistest neighborhood I've ever been in. And there's nothing but Asians in there. If you go in the store, they will follow you around like you're getting ready to steal something. So that garbage that they was talking up here, because that's all it was, was garbage. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't want black people to live in black people's neighborhood. Because it's not their neighborhood. Because they from China, Hong Kong. We from New York. This is a group, Vocal New York, that gets uh, support from a lot of the city council people. So the guy goes on. He's like xenophobic, right? No problem. But you know what this goes back to, Lou? This goes back to do the right thing. Remember that great movie you had uh, Danny Aiello, obviously. It's Spike Lee, 40 Acres in a Mule and Bugging Out. It's right on that borderline bedside, do or die. I remember as a kid, on one side of Fulton were the Italians, the other side were blacks, and there was always conflict. And this was all about Danny Aiello's pizza parlor and bugging out, asking, how come there are no blacks up on the wall? Hey, hey Sal, how come you got the brothers on the wall here? You want brothers on the wall? Get your own place. You can do what you want to do. You can put your brothers and uncles and nieces and nephews, your stepfather, stepmother, whoever you want. You see? But this is my pizzeria. American Italians on the wall only. Look, we got some brothers up on the wall, you know? Malcolm X, Nelson Mandela, you know, you know Michael Jordan. Tomorrow. Come on, if you get them out, all right? I'm trying to get them out. Now, this has been going on for years. Going on for years. Could be Italians, could be Chinese, could be Jews. There's always been this riffing. Speaking of Chinese, uh, uh, Mm, Macedonian Phil, you've been down to Canal Street lately. You notice that they're not selling those knockoff bags there after the uh, cops, the Bunko squad, raided a few times. Well, you know, I was tipped off by our sales executive here at WABC, Darren Broderson. Uh, this was on December 1st. Darren said all they did was pick up all the knockoffs, you know, the Gucci's, the Christian Dior's everything else, and they now are set up right outside of Radio City Music Hall on the west side. So if you're coming out of Radio City Music Hall, you're passing by all these guys that are selling knockoff bags, knockoff apparel, openly, defiantly, brazenly, and it shows you there's little, if any, enforcement. So they took out the uh, knockoff sales guys along Canal Street. All they did was move themselves right between the Fox News Channel um, headquarters and Radio City Music Hall. You know, right where I got hit by that cab. Remember, Lou, three days before the election? In which when I was up in the air, I was looking in that cab, and I noticed it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, the Blasio who was driving and Eric Adams in the back. That never thing, that has never been resolved. But that's where that stands. A shout-out to Darren Brodison for pointing that out. I saw that a number of times. And the cops have still done nothing about it because of Alvin Bragg. He's not going to do any enforcement whatsoever, even if the cops make collars and seize all the contraband. Speaking of making collars, do you really think, Lou, 
that this booze ban is going to work. I, I really should ask Macedonian Phil, originally from New Jersey. They're going to be uh, a lot of McWhitey Whiteys coming in on New Jersey Transit. They'll be coming in Metro North. They'll be coming in Long Island Railroad. Obviously, they'll be on the IRT, IND, BMT. And they're all saying that if you're caught with booze, you're going to be arrested and ticketed because what's happening tomorrow? It's the annual SantaCon. Uh, as uh, drunk guys and gals slip from bar to bar, they end up defecating, uh, urinating in the streets, fighting with one another. Parents have to explain to their kids why Santa Claus is drunk, why he's urinating, why he's fighting with other Santa Clauses. And this should bring um, a lot of knockers to uh, people of color because there's two days of the year, Lou, in which... You can stand in Grand Central and Penn Station. One is St. Patrick's Day and the other is SantaCon tomorrow. And actually watch white people being stopped and frisked on a regular basis simply because they're white and simply because it's thought that they're going to be carrying booze. Ho, 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 ho. And by the way, what happened to the SantaCon on Washington Street there in Hoboken, one square mile long? I thought they banned it. Is it back? We're going to have to find out about that. Meantime, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan once again, is battling the tickets that he received for not removing the rats from the property that he claims that he occupies, but nobody has ever seen him there in the basement of his um, uh, of his building that he owns on Lafayette Avenue in Bedside, do or die. Eric Adams uh, went and he sent in a lawyer from Corporation Council of the City of New York. It's a personal matter. He should have his private attorney. They were charging him $300 for not doing rat mitigation, right? So he's arguing it. He doesn't want to pay the fine. I bet you uh, time and time again, Eric Adams will tell you, don't knock yourself out. Just pay the fine, right? right carry on and follow the recommendations from uh, the Department of Buildings or the Department of Health. He goes, no, 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 no. Upper East Side, Upper West Side, rats are everywhere. I hate rats, as you know. I'm scared of them. And when I see a rat, I think about it all day. So I'm fixated on killing rats. Well, hey, guy, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Uh, can you give me a, cow, uh, a sound of a cat? I mean, I'm going to volunteer myself. Uh, Macedonian Phil, I know they're offering 120000 or 170000 for Rat Czar. And I know he likes to give people a second chance, Eric Adams. And I suggested, hey, man, why not? Uh, the, the biggest rat of all time, Sammy the Bull Gravano. I mean, he's an executioner. He killed 16. He, he'd be able to exterminate rats. Uh, give him a chance. But he's not going to do that. So, Lou... I'm uh, offering my services free of charge. Taxpayers don't have to pay nothing, and I will bring my legion of cats. Let's see. There's Apollo. He is the patriarch. Uh, We have Athena. She's the matriarch. There's Tuna. She's the AARP cat. I got a group of cats, domestic cats, and then Nancy, my wife, the animal rescuer, hosts uh, a lot of the feral cats. Hey, cats eliminate rats, mice, and rodents. That's your solution, Eric Adams, who's afraid of rats. Up next is very dear body, buddy. Oh, Sid Rosenberg and reparations. Let's see what he's got to say about that. The founder of the Guardian Angels. The group dedicated to fight crime. On the streets of New York and on the air right now. Curtis Lewa on 77 WABC.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Godfather of Soul, Soul Brother number one, James Brown, doing the mashed potatoes. Maceo and the Max behind him. And you know who used to be his warm-up group? Lou, Al Slim, Shady Sharpton. That's right, boy preacher from Brownsville. Never ran, never will, Stone Avenue. And uh, that's why he's got that pompadour, just like James Brown. So, um... You know, there's been this uh, idea of reparations, 40 acres, and a mule for those blacks who can prove that their ancestors were slaves here in the United States. And we saw California now say there's going to be an enormous payout, uh, Providence, Rhode Island. And there's legislation in the New York State Assembly with a supermajority of Democrats, the New York State Senate, supermajority Democrats, And they're probably going to pass this, reparations in uh, New York State. And, uh, you know, I do the Sid rap each and every day. And I I said to Sid, Lou, and I said to Sid, uh, Macedonian Phil, he's going to regret letting me do his rap. Because Eric Adams yesterday once again came out in favor of reparations for African-Americans who were enslaved here or can prove it. 40 acres in a mule, right? I, I guess uh, it's going to be a lot of money. Uh, let's see what uh, era, Let's see what the uh, friend of Eric Adams, the swagger man, had to say this morning. On the new, uh, new defined show, it is uh, Sid Rosenberg and Friends, although I think it should be Sid Rosenberg, Friends, Fiends, and Foes, I being a foe. Okay. You're going to have a falling out at some point. No, we're not going to have it. No, we're not because, first of all, I won't do it because I genuinely – like the guy at this point, don't love him, yeah. like him, and secondly, I can't do it because that'll mean victory for Curtis Sliwa, and I'd rather, would, I'd rather oh. lose to the Armenians and Curtis Sliwa. Oh, my God, that would be <laughs> the, right. the craziest victory ever. Like, I can't have that happen. Ever. <laughs> That's a good line. That's Tony Phil. That was good. And Sid had a good line there. He can't lose. Uh, maybe be like losing to the Iranians if he loses to me. It, it ain't going to happen, Sid. You're a cracker. Plus, you're a Jew. <laughs> it ain't going to happen, but... He did acknowledge what I had tipped him off, that his friend, his newfound friend, this love affair he has, like Ebony and Ivory, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, is pushing to have us, the sucker taxpayers, the crackers, the Jews, pay reparations for African-Americans who can trace their lineage to slavery in America decades ago. I mean, he sent me an article yesterday, which I wanted to kill myself, which talked about Eric Adams wanted reparations. I'm like, Eric, so, of course, every time he sends me something, Curtis, which I don't like, I text the mayor right away, which you guys should be happy about. I'm ecstatic. And I'm like, what are you doing, Eric? What are you doing? I am trying to help you, trying to help you get some bipartisan love here. You cannot be talking about reparations. Are you nuts? And that's, that's how I talk to him, just so you know. I'm like, are you nuts? I believe you. I feel like one day he's just going to not answer your text for like a couple of days. And you're gonna be well, like, I'm you didn't answer my text yesterday. I'm done with him. Yesterday he stopped because I guess him to actually text me a statement on Aaron Judge signing with the Yankees <laughs> that I can read on the air. It's going to be something, you know, it's, it's innocuous, it's easy, it's fun, it's benign, but he didn't answer me. Of course, Macedonian Phil, you figured that out. If Sid isn't Eric Adams, crack a Maytag, 24-7-365, he's not going to do what Sid suggests. So all of a sudden, Sid stands up to the mayor and says no to reparations, like anybody with any common sense would say. 
And immediately the mayor doesn't return a text, you see? You see, and Sid is going to obsess over that all weekend long. Watch, he'll fold. And instead, the mayor wants his Maytag, Sid Rosenberg, to read a statement that the mayor made about the signing of Aaron Judge. Uh, Lou, did he do that? Uh Did he do that? Watch, watch, he'll do it. Man, what a Maytag. What a suck-up. Oh, by the way, is Bo Dito coming on next week? He comes on right once a week, usually Tuesday mornings. I'll be listening intently, as all of you must listen, and eat the Parmesan cheese and rat out Sid and his friends. Bo Dito, uh, hopefully he asks him a question. Hey, Bo, you, you call the mayor great, right, Eric Adams? Are you going to be paying reparations? Hey, Congressman Peter King, you, you say Eric Adams is a good mayor? Is he going to try to get your reparations for the potato famine? That the Brits tried to kill all the Irishmen, huh? 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 Of course not. Of course not. 